If you have your Bibles in the New Testament, I want to read just one verse of Scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Look into verse 18. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 18. In thinking of Veterans Day that is approaching and what we did just a few moments ago, I began to think about some of these men and women who have fought for our country on foreign soil. And you and I that have not done that have really no idea the price they paid, the true sacrifice they made, the many hindrances that they had to overcome. And that's where I'm kind of going with this little message today. I'm talking about victory today, and I'll give you my little title in just a moment. But let me read this scripture, and I'll tie it in together. It says, Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, even I, Paul, the great apostle Paul, But Satan hindered us. And what I want to preach on for just a few moments this morning is only hindered, not defeated. Only hindered, not defeated. Amen. And I think about those who've fought in wars and I thought about all the hindrances they must have faced. Lack of supplies, the weather, hunger. Not having the help they needed, fighting sickness, discouragement, loneliness, isolation, separation from home and family. Yet our military never gave up in defeat, even with all the hindrance they faced. The scripture that I read you just a moment ago in 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul said, I desired... With great desire, I wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered me. And if the great apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament that we read, could be hindered by Satan himself, who do you and I think we are that we'll never ever have to face any opposition in our lives? This is what I want you to get a hold of, church. Satan can hinder you and me as a believer, absolutely. Satan can hinder our prayers from being answered. Satan can try to hinder our breakthroughs from taking place. Satan can hinder our destiny from unfolding. Satan can hinder our healing. Satan can try to hinder our church and the moving progress that we're experiencing. Satan can try to hinder revival. Satan has the power to do that. But what I've come to preach today is that we may be hindered, bless God, but I refuse to be defeated in the name of Jesus. Only hindered, but never defeated in the name of Jesus. Notice Paul said, I desired to come to you, but Satan hindered me. He didn't say one time Satan defeated me because nowhere in this Bible can I find any place throughout the scripture from Genesis to Revelation where God has a 
policy of defeat. He has a policy of winning. He has a policy of victory. He has a policy of going up and going higher. But the most destructive thing Satan can do to you and me in the church is if God makes us a promise, he'll try to hinder it. What does hinder mean today? Hinder simply means to hold back. Hinder means to block. Hinder means to obstruct. Hinder means to delay. And let me show you how Satan tries to do that. If the devil knows, and oh, you better believe he knows, he knows he can't defeat us, what Satan will do is he will try to motivate you and me or maneuver us into a position of self-defeat where we defeat our own selves. See, he can't do it, but when you get weary and when the promise or the provision or the breakthrough does not seem to happen when and like you thought it would, you may throw in the towel about that you, you abort the promise, you give up on the mission because you get discouraged and you get weary and that's the only way Satan can defeat you and I is in self Defeat, and he'll maneuver you and me and the church into a position to where we give up because we get tired and we get weary. Come on, I'm preaching this morning. This is real. This happens every day. It's happened to me. I love the fact that Paul, he admitted it here. He said, I have been hindered by Satan myself, and I'll admit that too. It's happened to me. There have been times in my life when the enemy has hindered me. And there's people sitting in this room today that Satan has hindered you and he is hindering some of you right now. I believe in fact today that God has an awesome plan for this house and this church. Something greater than you and I can even imagine or fathom. And Satan understands that too. And he's going to do his best to hinder that promise and hold back that promise from being a reality and the enemy has come against some of you today with hindrances of fear. He's come against some of you with hindrances of anxiety and depression and hindrances of sickness and disease and hindrances of lack of resources and idleness and contentment and, and he's come against you with hindrances of worry and inabilities and low self-esteem and temptation and addictions. But hear me today today what you and I must grab a hold of today is that when the enemy does come and he will come with a hindrance against us you have got to understand three things with me church come on number one if a hindrance comes you've got to understand number one that God allowed it God allowed it and if God did allow it, then he's going to take it and he's going to make all things work together for the good. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Don't throw in the towel. If he allowed it, he's still in control. He's still God. It's not caught him by surprise. <laughs> and he'll make it bow. He'll make it turn and bring glory out of it. Oh, come on, somebody. If there's a hindrance against you, it may just be that God has allowed it for a season and a reason and the second thing if you're facing a hindrance right now understand that God can overrule it it may be winning for a little while <laughs> but God will overrule it 
Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. It may be winning right now, but God has the power and the authority to just step in and say, that is enough. It's over. The hindrance has got to stop. So if a hindrance has come against you in whatever form, shape, or fashion, God either allowed it and he's going to work it to your good, or secondly, he has the power to overrule it. Number three, he can sanctify it and make it serve you. Paul had a hindrance called a thorn in the flesh. He asked three times, Lord, Will you remove it? And God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. And God will have a, have a way of making it humble us so he can use that hindrance to get us to do his will better. He, can, he will sanctify it and make it serve you. And you may be hindered, but you're not defeated. I said, you may be hindered today, <laughs> but you are not defeated, child of God. I, I said, you may be hindered today by whatever it may be, but I, child, you are not defeated in the name of Jesus. God has either allowed it, or God's going to overrule it, or God's about to sanctify it and cause that thing to serve you. I believe that today. Can I give you just a few little examples from the Bible to help just... Bring this on in. Joshua and the children of Israel. God had given them a promise. God ever given you any promise? Given- hey, he, we've got a book of promises right here. But he gave them a promise that every parcel of ground that the soles of their feet touched would be theirs. And as they advanced and began to step and take what would be theirs, the Bible says a flood got in their way. How many knows a flood is a hindrance? It flooded the banks so bad in such a way and it was harvest time. How many knows the devil always likes to attack at harvest time? And the flood came, but they were not defeated. They were hindered. They were held back for a moment. They came up to the flooded banks. They didn't know what to do. They needed to get over, but they could not and they were hindered from getting into the promised land. But watch this. God shows up on the scene and Joshua calls for the priests with the Ark of the Covenant which is the presence of God and when they stepped into the brink of the river flowing with God the waters parted and they crossed over on the dry land. They were hindered for a moment but they were not defeated. After the flood they came up against a walled city by the name of Jericho. Another hindrance. These were not some pretty decorated walls, but they were walls formed to keep them out, to hinder them, to block them, to delay them, to keep them from getting into God's promise. They were only hindered though. They were not defeated because Joshua said, I'm gonna form me a praise team party. And when they begin to praise and shout unto God, those hindrances in the form of a wall begin to fall flat. Let me stop right here and tell somebody, the devil may have hindered you. He may be walling you out from the promises of God 
God by sickness or discouragement, but if you'll quit whining and you'll quit moaning and you'll quit crying about the problem and start praising God, he can cause the walls of hindrances to crumble and you can advance into the promise of God. Somebody needs to do that right now. Hindrances are keeping you out, but God says praise me and they'll come down. Oh, come on, somebody do it right now. Hallelujah. 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 Watch how the enemy, one thing after another, brought hindrances against the children of Israel. At first, it was the flood. Then it was walls, fortified walls. Then after the flood and after the walls, those hindrances, Jaban, who was a strategist of the enemy, came against them with new weapons they had never seen before. Iron chariots. They've never fought these things, come against these things. Scare tactics and fear begin to, begin to come against them. And the Bible says, No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Children, the children of God would defeat the enemy. This time they were hindered, not defeated. And I want to tell you, some of you right now are facing hindrances that you've never faced before. You're fighting tactics from the enemy you've never faced before. You're seeing things you've never had to fight before. The church has had to deal with something they've never really dealt with called COVID-19 the past year and a half. New strategy, new tactic, new weapon. It's been a hindrance, I'll admit it. The enemy meant for it for our evil to delay, to sideline, to block, to hold you and I out. But I love what the Bible says. No weapons, plural, with an S on it. No weapons, that means no weapon of any kind. Doesn't matter new or old, will not prosper. I said they won't prosper. Hindered, but not defeated. After the flood, after the walls, after new weapons, here they continue to move forward. They've been hindered and they've been hindered, but they refuse to be defeated and they're hindered again and then they keep moving forward, but they refuse to throw in the towel. They refuse to quit and then they move forward and they get there and they find that five kings were taking up residence in houses and vineyards that God had told them would be theirs. Joshua calls for the princes and commands them to put their feet on the neck of the king, the enemy. Hindered but not defeated. And some of you here, the church, the devil understands God has given you a promise and he doesn't like it. He sent hindrance after hindrance after hindrance just like he did to Joshua and the children of Israel. But I came by to say to somebody here today, you may be hindered, but bless God, you are not defeated. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If my God be for us, then who can be against us? I wish somebody would take a moment right here, right now to give God a praise if you believe that. I think about the woman with the issue of blood. 
She had a hindrance of a sickness. She had the hindrance of the crowd she could not get through, but she did not let it defeat her. She pressed her way through until she could reach out and touch the hem of his garment and was made whole. I think about Paul and Silas hindered by chains in the dungeon and the fear and being beaten, but they praised God anyhow, and the earthquake came and set them free. I think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how that they were thrown into a fire and hindered by the fire, but they were not defeated. I think about Daniel in the lion's den, hindered by the lions, but they were not defeated. I think about blind Bartimaeus, hindered by blindness, but he pressed through and cried the louder, hindered but not defeated. I think about the prodigal son, hindered by greed, hindered by the party, hindered by the wrong relationship but I think about how he pressed on and made a decision I'm going to get up anyway and go back to my father's house I think about the man with palsy hindered by the disease hindered by the crowd hindered by the roof but bless God he did not quit I think about Lazarus hindered by death Stinking for four days, but he was not defeated. Doesn't get much worse than that. And Jesus called him back to life. I think about Jesus. Herod tried to kill him when he was a baby. The devil tempted him three times in the wilderness. I think about Jesus hindered by nails in his hands and hindered by nails in his feet, hindered by the government and authority of that day, hindered by some of his own that were close to him, hindered by the crown of thorns that was pressed down into his skull, hindered by every time they took the cat of nine tails and hit him with it and ripped flesh out of his back. Hindered by the cursing. Hindered by the cross. Hindered by the crowd. Hindered by the tomb and the stone rolled in front of the door. Hindered by the military barriers placed on guard. He was hindered, but is not defeated. I said my Savior was hindered, but he was not defeated. <laughs> I said he was hindered, but he was not defeated. I said he was hindered, but he didn't roll over and play dead. He didn't roll over and say, I'm through. I'm going to throw in the towel. But on the third day, he got up from there and he's alive today forevermore. Hindered but not defeated. He conquered death. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave. And that same power that raised him from the hindrances into victory is alive and well on the inside of you and me. Hindered but not defeated. Somebody give him a victory praise in this house. You may be hindered, but you're not defeated. 
I need somebody to get a hold of that. I'm hindered. I'm not defeated. I may be knocked down, but I'm not destroyed today. I need somebody to understand all the devil can do is knock you down, but he cannot knock you out. Get up. Get back up, church. Get back up, child of God. It's not over. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how many mistakes you made. It's not over until you defeat your own self. Get up. Look at your neighbor and tell him, get up in the name of Jesus. Get back up. It's time. Jesus got knocked down but not knocked out. And you and I are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Hinder is all the enemy can do to us if we'll hold on to God today. (laughs) Hallelujah. Be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap in due season if you faint not. Don't you let the enemy maneuver you into a place of self-defeat today. It's not over. Come on, worship team, come help me as I bring this to a close. Hallelujah. I feel the... You know how the devil attacks? I got up here trying to preach a little message on hindrances and the devil started attacking my voice. But he is alive. And I refuse for him to hinder this word from going forth. And I thank God he has brought me even victory at this moment to preach loud as I want to right now. Devil, you are alive. We will not be defeated in the name of Jesus. Hear me, church, today, from now until the end, all the way up until the rapture, the only thing that Satan can do to you and to me in the church is to try to hinder us. And even when the rapture takes place, and it could happen any moment, it could happen any day, when the trumpet sounds, we who are saved and have Christ in us are gonna be resurrected to meet the Lord in the air. We're gonna go to heaven, and for seven years, we're gonna have the best throw down party my God you've ever seen you think some of these services have been off the chain you think we've had a good time up in here honey you ain't seen nothing yet I said you ain't seen nothing yet what a day it's gonna be for seven years we're gonna have a party called the marriage supper of the lamb The Bible says we're going to rejoice. We're going to travel at the speed of thought. We're going to have a glorified new body. We're going to see our loved ones that have already gone over there. We're going to have lunch with the Apostle Paul that I read about. We're going to talk to Peter and Isaiah. We're going to go see the Lamb, which is the light of the city. And we're going to hear him say, Well done, thy good and thy faithful servant. Enter in to the joys of the Lord. What a day that's going to be. But watch that old devil. He's still determined even at that moment. While we're having a party in heaven, and I feel sorry for those who's going to be left behind in the tribulation. I don't want to be left behind. 
I want to be ready to go when the trumpet sounds. But while you and I, those that are ready, are having a party in heaven, the tribulation will have climaxed. The mark of the beast taking place and wars and plagues, the economy collapse and everything is going to be shaken up. And by the seventh year, the Antichrist and his false prophets are going to come together. Armies are going to turn and position themselves toward the nation of Israel to wipe them out. But just when the devil and the Antichrist think they have wiped out Israel, I love this right here, all of a sudden CNN and Fox and MNBC, whatever those initials are for all of these new followers, they're going to pan their cameras up and they're going to oh, they're going to see somebody with a sword in his hand with millions of saints behind him riding with him and upon his vesture is written King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the Bible says that every eye shall behold him and he will consume them with the sword of his mouth yay Right up until the end, that old devil is determined to hinder. He's persistent. Right down to the last battle, Satan says, I'm going to fight. But I want to tell you today, all he can do is try to hinder, hinder, hinder. He cannot. He will not defeat us. I've read the back and the end of the book, and it says we win, we win, we win, we win. Oh, he may try to hinder me. He may try to hinder our church. He may try to hinder you. But uh, he's not going to defeat us. We're going to be a church triumphant. God said, I will build my church and the gates of hell. They shall not prevail. I wish somebody would praise him with a victory praise in this place. It's not over. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors. And we win. Look at your neighbor and say, we win. Look at your other neighbor and say, we win. Hinder. Delay. Hold back. Aggravate. Discourage. Get you weird. That's all he can do. He can't defeat you. Only if you allow him to maneuver you to a place where, woe is me. I'm just going to quit. Nobody loves me. Nobody likes It's not worth it. And I see that too much today. But you don't have to do it. <laughs> if you flip over and read the end, we're going to win the snake. Hold on a little longer. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. 